Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of the Bulky Blue Sports Podcast. And uh, today I'm going to be doing a bit of a double header. Uh, going to be talking about the Chelsea Leicester game and the drumming that we gave Juventus last night. Um, first things first. Now, I, I know I do talk about Formula 1 on here quite a bit and it's looking quite tasty going into the final two races of the season. Max Verstappen holds an eight-point lead in the driver's title with Lewis Hamilton's car just looking absolutely... It's like a missile right now, but I'll get more into that when the final races of the season come about. Um Getting into the Chelsea versus Leicester game, or Leicester versus Chelsea, sorry, I should say, because it was the first time this season that we have worn our away shirt. Um, first time this season, actually, that we've worn a shirt that wasn't our blue one, because um, we haven't even worn the third kit yet. And first thing I noticed was that the kit itself looks absolutely lush, like the bright yellow, the with the black pinstripes, it it looks absolutely amazing. But um, like we we just played Leicester off the park, and I can't even. Rudiger scored to make it one nil, I think, quite early on, and then Kante scored to make it two nil, and who scored the third? Um, we beat them 3-0. I'm trying to think. Who scored the third goal? Um, who scored... Oh, shit. Who scored the third goal? I really can't remember who scored the third. Um, weren't Kante... Um... Rudiger. Pulisic. It was Pulisic who scored the third goal. Because um, Ziyech played him in and he ended up nutmegging Schmeichel. Um, we had like three or four goals disallowed for offside as well. We we completely battered them. And that kind of form we carried over into... The Juventus game. Now we all thought that coming back on on off the international break, where we've got Leicester, Juventus, Man United, right, some some quite tough fixtures. And when we play Man United, they're going to have Michael Carrick as their manager because Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has been just been sacked. Um, so they might get the new manager bounce. Don't know yet. Um, but we then go to stamp back to Stamford Bridge and we we welcome a Juventus team who beat us 1-0 in Turin. Now, that Juventus team are no mugs. Max Allegri is an elite manager. Let's not get it twisted. Um, Juve have got some serious, serious players. Uh like, for example, Matisse Delict 
is class. Wojciech Szczesny for them has been class. Morata for them has been class. He weren't so much for us, but for them has been brilliant. Dybala, class player. Um, I rate Rabiot really highly, personally. Alexandro, Quadrado. Like, I, I, can, I can just keep going through their team. They're, they're riddled with talent. And it was quite early on in the game. Um, I, I can't remember the exact minute because I'm doing this off the cuff. I've got no... I've got no um, notes written down, but we we get a corner and Ziyech whips the ball in, and it it sort I think it sort of flicks off a Juve head, and then hits Rudiger in the chest sort of thing. But he had his arm up and it 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 dropped to Chalaba and. Chalabar literally just smashes it in the roof of the net past Wojciech Szczesny and uh, made it 1-0. And obviously the Ju- Juventus players are going absolutely bonkers. Oh, handball, handball. And no, it weren't. The goal stood. It's a quality goal. Um, we go 1-0 up. And, and at that point you're thinking, all right, maybe if we can get... If we can get a second, we'll go um like we'll go top of the group and like Juventus did make it quite difficult to break down at first. Um but lo and behold, Cobham Inc. Like I I've seen this this phrase everywhere, Cobham Inc. Because it's what it is now. And again, another bit of a bit of like ticket, like a bit of um, like scrambling in the box, and then Reese James brings the ball down on his chest and smashes it past Chesney. Just like how um, if you remember the four all against Ajax, how he did to get the, to score the equaliser, like how he smashed that past um, I think it was Onana in goal for Ajax. The way he smashed it past Onana was very similar to how he smashed it past Chesney last night. The guy is a tank. He can fucking drill a ball. He can cross a ball. He. he I'm going to get on to Reese James in a minute because he deserves a full section of this on his own. And then the third goal came like three minutes after or whatever it was. You had... Ruben Loftus-Cheek fucking dances his way in the middle of the box and then he plays it to Hudson-Odoi and Hudson-Odoi tap, like, passes it past Chesney. 3-0. And at that point, you're thinking, fucking hell, like... <laughs> this academy is different gravy. Like, the, the academy boys are killing it right now. And then, even for our fourth goal... Um, Juventus launch it long. They're trying to get the um, like their striker. I think it was Dybala at the time, or Dybala, however you pronounce his name, was trying to get the ball. Reese James shrugs him off. The ball's bouncing around the halfway line, and he just fucking drills it from his right, from the right hand side of the halfway line, right across the pitch, diagonally to the towards the left left hand corner of the box. Ziyech brings it down. 
He plays a nice diagonal and Werner taps it in. 4-0. Now, for Werner, that's massive. To come back from the injury, to get a goal immediately is is huge for him personally. But for me, that that now again, I love Werner. I'm a I'm a Timo Werner fanboy. So it'd be very easy to go, yeah, his movement to get the tap in in the first place, blah blah blah. That goal was made by Reese James. Yes, Ziyech, a brilliant ball across the box. Werner, great finish. But if it weren't for that fucking diagonal ball from Reese James, oh my god. What if you haven't seen it, then I really, really recommend you go and watch it because, <laughs> because oh my days, it was brilliant, absolutely brilliant, and I'm now gonna actually do a bit on Reese James because we all we all knew he was quality. We see it at Wigan. We see it when he when Lampard brings him in, like when when Lampard had his first season. Reese James starts playing, but under Lampard, it was sort of him and Aspie on the same sort of level, and which is no disrespect, by the way, because Aspie is still a brilliant player. But you then get Tuchel in. And he's, his game has just gone up to 11. Like, it's dialed up to 11. Because you look at his defending ability. He was already a good defender. But now he's an elite defender. You look at his other traits. The crossing. The passing. The... the well, he again, he was already a tank. But the, the strength. The, the desire... And now, then the finishing, oh my God. Yes, he scored against Ajax and he scored that absolute rocket against Brighton at the start of last season. But this season alone, he's scored like four or five bangers already. All of his goals have been brilliant. You look at, um, what was it? The two, the one against Arsenal, Mount, Mount plays him in, I think it was. And he just smashes it top corner. You then look at the two against Newcastle. Brings it down with his right foot. Drills it in the top corner with his left foot. Next one. Ruben has a shot blocked. And again he just smashes it with his right foot this time in the top corner. The Norwich one I can't really remember. But it was a good goal. And then the one last night. And not just that. He's not only scoring as well. He's... Providing assists, he's pre-assists. The guy, for me, he's been our best player this season so far. Which, <laughs> given how brilliantly some of the other players are playing, like you got Chalabar, who's come in and doing an absolutely fantastic job. He's keeping Aspie out of the team. That's how good he's been lately. And then you got Chilwell, who is playing absolutely out of his skin, which, again, I'll get to Ben Chilwell in a minute. 
Hudson-Odoi. It's the first time in his Chelsea career he's played seven games in a row. But he's deserved them seven games in a row because he's been playing brilliantly. Ruben's come in playing brilliantly. And not just that, Rudiger, best defender in the league right now. Mendy, best goalkeeper in the world right now. Maybe, well, for definitely the last 18 months. Jorginho and Kante, two of the three UEFA midfielders of the year. Like, and then you, and then you've got other players as well who, like, they haven't hit their potential, but they've been, they've given us like glimpses of brilliance, like your Lukaku's and your even Werner, like, and Havertz, and we've still got the best amount to come this season, like. Because we've seen how he can play when he's at his best. I'll tell you what. Once off. We're scoring a scary amount of goals. For a team whose front line isn't performing at their best. Our front line is performing nowhere near its capabilities. Ziyech, he, he played well last night. And he made a good sub appearance against Leicester. But he's looked shaky and poor. Havertz. Has at times looked shaky and poor. Pulisic's always fucking injured. He's I know, I know he's come back and he scored against Leicester, but he's mainly injured. We haven't really seen him since like two or three games in. So you then got Lukaku and Werner who've both just come back from injury. So once once our front line starts firing. Who's going to stop us? Because we don't concede goals. And when we do, it's one. We haven't conceded more than one goal in a game this season. We conceded a penalty at Anfield. When we were down to 10 men. We conceded a deflected goal to Man City, which technically came from the corner. We conceded a penalty to Southampton. This is... I'm doing league at a minute. Um, we conceded a, a stupid goal against Burnley. We conceded against Juventus in the first round, like in the first fixture. We conceded against Villa. I can count the goals we conceded this season on less than two hands. We've conceded four goals in the league. Four. And only one has technically been from open play. So. Like how. Who's. If. As I said. If our front line starts firing. Who is going to stop us? <laughs> I, I, I can't see us being stopped. we got the Club World Cup coming up soon. Now. I'm not going to jinx it, but touch wood, we should ideally be winning that. And you then got the two cup competitions. We got Brentford away mid-December, I think, in the League Cup. The FA Cup starts in January. We've got the League, which we're currently top. We've got the Champions League, which we're top of our group. 
why can't, and we've got the squad to go and go all the way in all of them. Why can't we sit there and compete for all the titles? I believe we can. And I, I obviously I want us to win everything. I want us to go and do the clean sweep. Go and win every fucking trophy imaginable. League Cup, FA Cup, Champions League, Premier League, um, Super Cup, which we've already got, and the Club World Cup. Six trophies in a season. Can you imagine? Our team and our manager would go down in history if we did that. Because as far as I'm aware, no English team has done the clean sweep of all the trophies. Certainly no English team has defended the Champions League. The only team to defend it was Real Madrid. Which is fitting given they are the most decorated club in European history. But you look at you look at our squad, you look at our manager, you look at our owner, everything from top to the bottom is class. And yeah, it is it's <laughs> when Tuchel came in, and again, I've seen this being brought up everywhere now, and it's so true. When Tuchel came in, he turned around and said that he wants to make Chelsea the team that no one wants to play against. And he's done that. And he, he has done that in such a brilliant way. And he's he's brought in two players of his own who one has barely played in Saul and Lukaku has been injured for the last like five, six games. So in theory, he's predominantly doing it with the exact same squad that he had last year or last season. And the the improvement the guys make like the guy has brought to our team. I saw this comparison and ever since ever since I've seen it I've been using it. <coughs> it's like giving the same ingredients to a chef and a normal person. A normal person might be able to do good things with the food, but a chef will do exquisite things with the food. And it's the same principle. Lampard had these players. Yes, he did good. Got us in the Champions League. Got us in the top four. But Tuchel has got us now top of the table and won us the Champions League. With the same group of players. So, and I, as I said, they they only look like they're getting better. They genuinely look just... <laughs> All of them right now look world class mainly. You got players who are already world class, like your Cantes and your Silvers. But you got Mendy, Rudiger, Chalabar, Reese James, Chilwell, Jorginho, Ruben, Christensen. They're all playing exceptional. And Speaking of Chilwell, I, I said I'll get on to him. Um, and actually, before I do, him and Kante both came off injured last night um, against Juve. 
Now, Kante looks very much like a precaution. Um, however, Chilwell went down after a collision with, I think, McKenney. I might be wrong. Um, and I haven't watched the incident back, but he looked in a lot of pain. And he, he hobbled off the pitch. But he had his arms around the Chelsea physios. He couldn't put any weight on his right leg whatsoever. And um, <laughs> the report has come out today that he's missing the rest of 2021 and could very well miss the rest of the season due to ligament damage. ACL, anterior cruciate ligament, to be exact. Now, if if that's the case, obviously the, the sports doctors and all that now, it's not as career-threatening as it used to be. But he will... If it is that, if it is a cru, if it is a ligament, a cruciate ligament damage, I highly doubt he's going to be the same player. I I highly doubt it. Now it ain't going to be through a lack of trying because he's already proved this season that his mentality is absolutely top notch. When. Southgate didn't play him for a single minute in the Euros and when um, at the start of the season when Alonso was in the Chelsea team it, it, Tuchel did, it, did wonders with him and he didn't rush him back in because he, to be fair to Alonso he couldn't but also to be fair to Ben Chilwell kept his head down worked on what he had to work on did what he had to do, and he came in and he grabbed the grabbed the chance with both hands, and it's just a shame because for me, up until the injury last night, he was looking like the best left back in the league, maybe even the world, and that's very big praise given the the top left backs that are out there, like your Alfonso Davies, your. Um, Robertson as well, your Cancelo because he's been playing at left back, your um your Theo Theo Hernandez, the AC Milan one. Like there are some top left backs and Chua was up there with the best of them. And yeah, I mean it's just such a shame. Such a shame that he's injured and I wish him a speedy recovery. I really do because Well, he's been vital for us lately. I mean, Alonso, if he can reproduce the form he was before Chilwell basically grabbed the spot off him, then awesome, brilliant, because Alonso wasn't playing poorly. But with Alonso, it's always the never knowing. And, yeah, I just... I I I really hope Ben Chil I hope it's not as bad as it looks.
I hope it's just a few weeks. He comes back in the new year, fresh, fit and raring to go. Because if not, if it is a full season, we might just need to call Emerson back. We might to recall Emerson. we might need to recall Emerson. Or Tuchel brings um Harvey Vale into the fold and be like, look, FA Cup game, for example, round three against uh, I don't know who we're playing, but against them and there you go, kid, go and take your chance. Um, because I don't think it's worth buying a left back or a left wing back should I say I don't think it's worth buying one because we've already got Alonso we've got Aspie who can play out there so I think another yeah I mean Harvey Vale's already hit the um, I think his first name's Harvey anyway Vale is his surname. He's um he's already been on the bench this season, so you could, as I said, bring him on or or start him in the um, FA Cup. Be like, like now that Chilwell's injured, Tuchel could be like, right, this is you need to fix up now because we need you. And if he does, then brilliant, because then it'll be another. Another academy graduate. And under Tuchel, every academy graduate has the potential to be world-class under him. So simple as It's as simple as that. Tuchel is an elite manager. You give him... <laughs> he, could, he could turn shit into gold. He is that good. And I think, yeah, I'd love to... And it, again, it, I don't mean this as a disrespect to Alonso because he has been playing brilliantly this season when he's played. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, we'll have to wait and see. Like, right now, where you've got the Champions League games about to kick off, you've got... Um, the only one I know for sure is Manchester City and PSG. But I don't know whose stadium it's playing at. I don't know if it's in England or in Paris, but... Um, either way, that's going to be a good game. If Man City win, I think they qualify. And if they, which will be handy for me because I've got, like, there's, um, on, I don't know if any, anyone plays FIFA 22, but on Ultimate Team, they've got Road to the Knockout cards. And yeah, I've got, uh, Bernardo Silva from Manchester City. So if they qualify, he gets upgraded. Um, that would be the only reason I'd want Manchester City to win that game. But if PSG win, then who knows? They'll they'll probably beat fucking Leipzig in the second game or whoever they play. I'm not sure if it is Leipzig or not. Yeah, it is Leipzig actually because they played Bruges twice already. But, yeah, man. It is what it is. We'll have to wait and see and... Uh, up the Chelsea like because we've got Man United this week who knows what's going to happen is it going to be a new manager bounce from them 
are we just going to run with this form and smash through them? Again, I don't know if it's at Old Trafford or Stamford Bridge, but either way, I think we can get a result and keep our gap at the top of the table. I would just love to see Thiago Silva absolutely pocket Ronaldo, though. That would be brilliant. Or Rudiger to pocket him, actually. Yeah. Yeah, Rudiger to pocket Ronaldo. Oh, that would be so class. And for Bruno Fernandes to do his whiny little bullshit like he normally does. However, we've got to deal with Anthony Taylor. So... We'll have to see, wait and see what happens. I don't know, maybe Aaron Maguire wants to attack another one of our players and get away with it. Who knows, but that'll be for the review after the match. And that'll be when I will be giving you the next podcast. So that is going to be the end of this one. If you did enjoy it, please share it around. That'd be the absolute world to me. And follow me on Twitter at cooksy04 c-o-o-k-e-c-04 and until the next one ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for listening and stay safe good bye